Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Double Cleanse podcast. The podcast with me, James Welsh. And me, Robert Welsh. Yeah, well, we talk all things beauty, skincare, makeup, and influencer life related. Yay! Robert's not all right. Actually, I'm going to speak for him. He's flustered today. He's late. He's messy. <laughs> I'm messy. I'm a mess. I'm sweating. He's a mess. <laughs> <laughs> Sweat's dripping down my back. I just felt it. <laughs> oh, I just so I'm so unorganized this week. I I have never had well, I have, but recently such a jam packed week of things, stuff, and things. I was gonna say it feels like we've done nothing, then all of a sudden we've got like two weeks of everything all in one. Two go. weeks of everything, doing stuff. Even next week is gonna be too much for me. I can't wait to go on holiday next again. Week's gonna James, be crazy. I'm over it. I'm, I'm over, over it. it. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what they say: booked and blessed. Yeah, but mm, blessed. <laughs> well, you've said that too much recently. I don't know. Why. I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, thank you for asking. I'm the same. Yeah, James, how are you? You know, I need yeah. to take my Crocs off. My feet are sweating yeah. too now. I'm fine, thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 But should we listen? I've really got nothing to speak about because it's just been chaos and it's going to con- continue to be chaos. And we are just slotting this podcast in where we can right now. Listen, this is a slot moment. I do have one product I would like to talk about if that's all right. Oh, please do. Do you want to ask me? Ask me though. Do the formality. Yeah, no, let me hang on. Let me do it formally. <laughs> Robert, <laughs> is there anything you've been loving this week? F no. Yes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> One brand that I always, I think I've mentioned them before, that I always talk about is Iconic London. And I mm. always thought for some reason that they were like a drugstore brand, but they're not. They're very luxury. <laughs> very luxury. The products feel luxury. And one product I tried recently is the Silk Glow Duo, um, oh no, that's just what it's called, in rose gold. And it's basically a highlighter and a blusher together in one compact, which isn't like something crazy new that we haven't highlighter seen before. And bl- yeah, okay, yeah. Um, Looks like this. Here you go, James, that's for you. Okay. Um, you can see it on our Instagram. And what I really like about this is the highlighter is incredibly smooth, really nice, but also the blush has a tiny bit of a shine to it that almost matches the shine of a highlight, if that makes sense. Oh. So you get this really nice face overall glow. 
And it's not like the blush is metallic, really, really strong, but it's a very subtle, nice, healthy summertime glow. So you don't just go from like shiny, shimmery highlight to right. matte blush, right. right? It looks like you have good skin, and then when you're highlighted, it looks like you have even better skin. Oh, nice. Okay. Sorry, I'm forgetting. Oh, I'm not asking you anything today. Robert, I'm just sitting and waiting. You just need to focus today. My mind's all a foggle. Have you thought about waking up at 3am, having some oats and making a list? <laughs> Have you thought about making oats at 11pm, waking up at 4am? <laughs> And I think those videos, right? Yeah. Those videos where people at like waking up at 4 a.m. changes your whole day. I know, it fucking like, won't. No. It'll be like 12 o'clock and I'll be like, oh, it's time for bed. Yeah, no matter what time <laughs> you go to bed and wake up, as long as you get a set amount of sleep, you've still got the same amount of hours in the day. Exactly. Like, what do you do for like four hours before everyone else wakes up? Exactly. Then? Make oats, eat oats for four hours. Yeah. James, listen, <laughs> is there anything you've been loving this with? Yes, you know what? This is a product I've been loving for a really long time. This is the Jin Jung Sung Soothing Moisture Skin Essence. And what I love mm. about this mm. is most essences are very kind of like um, watery. They're a hydrating product, right? They're super watery. This one is like a little bit thick and rich. It's kind of like... Rich. It's like... Um, I, I usually describe it as like a full fat water. Like it's like it's like a little bit... Uh, what, what am I saying? Spicy. It's... It's a bit spicy <laughs> on the skin. No, it's like a little bit thicker than water. It's kind of like more of a serum texture. But oh my lord, lord, lord. I forgot how hydrating this is. My skin has been a little bit compromised by a brand I'm experimenting with at the moment. Um, and I've, I just had to get some hydration into my skin because this line is not supplying it whatsoever. Oh no. Um, yeah, it's this Kim Kardashian skin. Oh no. Really? I know, I kind of wanted to like it as well because it was expensive, but anyway, <laughs> um, the, this is like giving me that hydration that my skin really, really needs and I can see in the texture of my skin, like uh, hydrating your skin is important to keep your skin functioning properly, you know? Oh yeah, So like getting a barrier healthy and all that and this just gives me that hydration I need. No. So love it, love it, love it. You can see these um, products over on our Instagram at what do you know? Um, <laughs> at, at the dub, double cleanse podcast. All right, let's get into a break because we have a lot to talk about after that. Yeah, let's take one of those breaks. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? 
and some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Right, we're back. Um, listen, I think as as we were born in 1989, right? We grew up primarily in the 90s as like kids, but who got into like fashion towards the millennium, right? And then the early yeah. 2000s, which yeah. let's be honest, the early 2000s was pretty much still the 90s as far as fashion and beauty was concerned, right? As far as like see-through plastic objects, it was still the 90s. Yeah, and metallic everything <laughs> everywhere. Yeah. Still pretty much the 90s. And <laughs> I always remember, we'd always say growing up, like, oh my God, the 90s and early 2000s will never come back in fashion like it was horrible it was horrific like looking back it was awful and then it was kind of weird because looking back then like we it kind of went from like whatever that was and then now there was like um we we went a bit 70s for a bit didn't we and it's kind of happening again it kind of went like went like it was it was like called like boho chic or something and you know everyone was wearing those belts i think it kind of mixed in a little bit of everything like the 70s Mm. with the 90s it was almost like if um, the Disney Channel had um, a series in the 70s. Like, you know, yeah. like one of their modern, like, yeah. series that says... You well, know. the Disney Channel, I think, are notorious for overly dressing and layering and accessorising their kids. Yeah, here, we're three dresses, two pairs yeah. of trousers, a pair we're of shorts. We're a bucket hat and five scarves. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Insanity. And then it kind of went into like new rave, didn't like 80s. Everyone's wearing new. Do you remember? Da, 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 da. And it was like Frankie says relax t shirts. Yeah. Save yeah. the rave and Save all those the kind rave. Of things. Yeah. Right. Well, it's kind of happening again. Like Gen Z, I think, are doing the 90s so well. They're kind of bringing it into like a new era where it's actually kind of like, it's kind of mixed with like indie kid. It's very strange, but very, very nice. Yes. Yeah. And I thought to die left man, we'd take a look back at some of the now trending 90s trends and kind of talk about living through it what we thought of then and what we think about the more modern take of it yes right let's start with one that i think we can both relate to and that is poker straight hair now do you remember ghds (laughs) i remember ghds and i remember um one ghds were the thing to have in straight like early who who doesn't know yeah like ceramic plates you have to have your yeah they don't damage your hair but we would be at the same time spraying it with hairspray and going over with the ghd (laughs) and it will go (laughs) it will like frizzle and and it'll be burnt hairspray on um on On the 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 actual ceramic plate itself (laughs) yeah yeah, but that was a thing to do, right? You'd have, no matter what your style was, it every bit of hair would be, like, dead straight. Like, we'd have, like, that, almost and, like Karen hair colour. We'd have, like, yeah. straight fringe with spiky up hair at the back, all but also, dead straight. Yeah, and it, you would always see, like, like just before you go out, your friends would be like, oh, one second, they'll turn their hair straight, and just be like, <laughs> like that clapping sound of them brushing through their hair really, really quickly, quickly like... just brushing through the front and you'll see all the dry ends through the yes. um, through the, the length of it even my fringe had dry ends sticking out 
Mm-hmm. You see all that damage. That was probably from people not fully drying their hair, using yeah. hair products and no heat protection, all that kind yeah. of stuff, right? Yeah. Um, but I remember, like, GHDs were the huge thing. And then, like, every other hair straightener, you just wouldn't do it. What I do like is the really thin... Do you remember the really thin GHDs that were for shorter hair? Yes! Oh, my they God. Really you good. know why? Because that was the whole time when it was, like, metrosexual. Because mm-hmm. David Beckham wore sarong on the beach. And everyone yeah, was like, was... maybe it's okay to be a little bit, you know, feminine in, yeah. in things. Maybe and then they started releasing, like... clothes with doll things maybe, on. Maybe I can care about my hair. And then they start yeah. to release, like like thinner products like for men for men like um, slim or like shorter hair sales yeah and i think we had those right because our mm-hmm. hair was pretty i mean it wasn't really short but you couldn't really wrap a whole um straighten around the length of it could you yeah no 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 we were like i remember i would take an hour to do my hair and it looked the same yeah. every single oh my day. god and it was it was a fucking mess Literally no one cares. I remember like yeah. getting up for school and like putting the snorks on or the smurfs or whatever it was on in the morning, like standing in front of my mirror. And we'd be late sometimes because like my hair wasn't what I would consider back then perfect. Yeah, yeah. Which was like gelled and straight and stringy. Yeah, it was awful. It was it was full on. I don't think that people. I mean, I think people use like loads of hair gel back in the day if they were like spiking their hair, like those tiny mm-hmm. little like frosted spikes. But we just used way too much. We would use the cheapest 90p Tesco hair gel. Yeah. And then we moved on to, like, um, got to be. Got to be. Got to be. But listen, (laughs) nowadays, I think it looks nice because I think what people, like, back then, it just looked like everyone had really straight damaged hair and we all just wore, like, vest tops and cargoes, right? Yeah. Whereas now I think there's a lot more about, like, the beauty industry was has always been huge but now it's like massive and people have things like olaplex you know so if they do have bleached hair they don't have those dead ends we know more about heat protecting we know like a lot more there's a lot lot more products out there to keep our hair looking nice and a lot of examples i see in straight hair now still got loads more texture than what people oh no no it's... do you know what it is do you know what it is go on go it's on back go on. then so the worst combination was Back then, people layers, let choppy layers were choppy layers. Fe- okay, can you just feather my feather. hair? Can you f- add some feathers to my hair? Add some feathers. Yeah, this but was before the physical straight. feathers were put in. Yeah, there. yeah. <laughs> and then dead straight, so you yeah. get like these straight layers, like almost steps. Whereas now, yeah. straight hair is always like one length. Do you know what I mean? And like, that's if you've true. Got... And it's more, it's yeah. more the the cut off the bottom. That's mm-hmm. the the style. Yeah, and I feel like you kind of need that with poker straight hair, rather than like having these layers that are kind of put in to have texture. But also, straight hair is so difficult to keep dead straight. I feel like, mm-hmm. again, that was like a thing off the um, the early times when people try and keep it dead straight, and you always had like a little tuft, just where, you know, the hair came out of a follicule. Yeah. Follicules. Yeah. Pedicules. Um, but I like it. I've never disliked it. I just think you've got to have the right haircut with it, right? Yeah, yeah. But then also, like, we, with everything, I think there's one there's one side of the trend and there's the other, because people have poke straight hair or they have curly mullets, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like two separate things. But let's move on to something I feel you can talk about a bit more, that, which is frosted eyeshadow. Mmm. Frosted eyeshadow what, has what... always been a thing, right? It's been a thing since, what, the 50s? I don't or... know what that means. So, um, imagine, um, it's, it's that slightly, imagine, a, in, in your head, I just think of Christina Aguilera with that frosty, white, bluey, um, it's like a shimmer, but it's not glittery, and it's not yeah. quite as smooth as pearlescent. It has this kind of, like, shimmer. 
all this right. frost frost to it. So it, yeah. it looks like imagine I mean imagine if a colour was to become frozen over and it had a frosted layer on top. It has yeah, that yeah. look of icy, icy icy metallic, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. and this kind of went out of fashion because matte started to come in. So matte mm. matte eyeshadow, matte styles and eyes. People were still using it, don't get me wrong, but not mm. over the whole eyes. And I think that trend of the one shade blown out is coming back in, which I personally really, really like. I think, I think it's a it's really lovely. cool trend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I do think you have to be careful of how you blend it though. Because if you just mm-hmm. put one colour across, you know, the whole eye, your brow bones, everything like that, shimmer and shine and frost can really pick up light, you know? It, mm. it, it kind of picks up the shine. So you can really see where it's kind of sitting wrong or sitting not nicely. Same with Matt, mm. to be fair. But, um, I think it's a really nice trend. It was really popular in the 90s in a way, and early 2000s in a way where it would be just that and maybe some mascara, you know? Mm. Whereas I think now people are teaming it up with, you know, our makeup knowledge now and all the products we have now. False lashes, false lashes weren't a thing back in the 90s. Um, Well, they were, but people didn't use them as much. It was was more mascara. Um, Liners, graphic liners are being paired up with now. Something a little bit more editorial. And I think that's what overall with the whole 90s makeup trends is our makeup style now is more editorial in comparison to what we were doing in the 90s. Mm. In the 90s, it was very basic, very like, this is what you do. This is Mm. what you can buy. Whereas now we have more styles and more, it's more fashion. But I do feel like when you look at, we'll talk about lip liner later, but when you look Mm. at early pictures of like Naomi Campbell with Mm. like these frosted eyeshadow, then just a lip liner and nothing else. It does kind of look like what you see in modern day editorial stuff. Yeah. Do you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, yeah. it's, it's like definitely a trend that's come back, back full circle. I just want to say something about Naomi Campbell's makeup because I get tagged mm. in these things a lot. Um, online, people were doing, remember the NYX Jumbo Milk pencil that was like from years ago? No. No. I don't so it's basically know. like, it's almost like a white eyeliner that's really creamy, pencil liner. People were using it to highlight their skin. People of all skin tones, even like their very deep I remember. skin tones. Yeah, sorry. So I people remember. were doing, that was, that was really recently. People were sending me videos like, does this work? Does this work? And for a fact, I know that Naomi Campbell's makeup artist in the 90s, or one of them, used to use MAC eyeliner in the shade, which is called Fascinating, which is pure white. And he would use that to add highlight to Naomi Campbell's skin. So it does work. And it was actually a technique that was used in the 90s on a lot of models that's coming back now. But I don't think people realise, I think they just thought, this is crazy. But I don't think people Mm. actually know that was a genuine technique that was used a while back before we had a lot of highlight options, you know? Yeah. Well, on that note, let's talk about lip liner because lip liner kind of came back in with like Kylie's lip kit, right? And I think the trend was, correct me if I'm wrong, but matching your lip liner to the colour of your lipstick, which is what Mm -hmm. it's intended for, right? Mm -hmm. To kind of stop the bleeding out. But as we mentioned earlier, lip liner now is literally going back to that kind of like dark, dark lip liner, nude lip, then like a gloss over the top of it kind of look. Really, really 90s. Yeah, so that that was very 90s, and it was more with, like, um, I'm trying to think who really, really set it off. People people were like, oh, it was like the supermodels that, of the 90s that did this really dark lip. But really, it comes from um, black people, black artists, and, and that um, darker lip line. It was a style that they very much mm. um, bought in, into mainstream. TLC and used to do it low. TLC, for example. And it is something that looks incredible. Lip line is a funny one, because 
it went out of style for a while, I think early 2000s as a kind of old-fashioned product, if that makes mm. sense. Like, people were probably still using it. But when I remember when you would try and convince somebody to wear a lip liner with their lipstick just to help it shape it up a little bit, stop it from bleeding out, they were like, no, no, I don't need a lip liner. It's like, oh, it's kind of necessary. And then, yeah, like you said, the whole Kylie thing happened and people wanted to buy lip liners. But before that, artists were still overlining lips and defining lips with a liner. If I was doing someone's makeup and they didn't have any like say on the lip, they just wanted to do whatever, I would always use a liner to contrast. Mm. Um, but again, that was like a more of a makeup artist thing. And now it's definitely something that's it's come into place. The, the thing with the dark lip line, back in the 90s, it was a very definite line if that makes mm. sense. And I think now people are blending it a little bit more mm. and it's more teamed up with a, um, a nuder, um, lip lipstick almost around the edges with it. So it's not completely into the lip like it was a little bit more in the nineties. That's what almost looks like a, a gradient almost where you see it darker in the corners yeah. and then yeah. like lined just around. I think it looks lovely. I love it. I think it's one I of the it. most incredible, um, um, lip sty- lip styles, but I mean, if you look at pictures of it from from the nineties, for example, on like, um, I have it. Oh, maybe I'll say this is a picture of Naomi Campbell. You can see that it is just a solid line, mm. and there's no no blending it out. Whereas now we like to have things blended. We like to have things smooth and, like you said, gradient and almost ombre like. Mm. So people have started to to definitely give it more of a yeah an ombre finish. Yeah. Let's talk about something that I don't really like too much, and that is right. matte skin and matte makeup. Okay. So, like, dewy skin has been around for the longest time now, and, you know, we talk about, like, the seven skin method, dewy glass skin, which is all, like, Korean trends, right, when it comes to skincare. And maybe two years ago, matte skin actually was trending in Korea. Like, people still say, get that Korean glass skin, that Korean dewy glow. People have not been doing that for years now in Korea. So it's something that we're seeing a lot in, like, the makeup. I don't know if you've seen any of, like, the compacts and stuff, but they are, like, matte now. They're, like, powdery. Rather than, like, the pony effect and, like, moonshot dewy glow cushion type things, it's matte. It's all matte. But that's also coming back with makeup. So people, like, always keep referencing, like, dream matte mousse. Mm. They're saying how these powdery textures are supposedly coming back. I think dewy skin is a sign of healthy skin and I would like to meet somewhere in the middle. What do you think? Here's my thinking, right? Back in the 90s when people were doing this, the other textures on the face contrasted the matte. So you had the frost on the eyes, you had gloss on the lips, so there was an element of light reflection and Mm -hmm. almost like a shine to the face. Whereas I personally don't like a matte lip, a matte eye, matte skin. Mm. But I don't think too many people do that. However, here's the deal with Dream Matte Mousse. And I'd said this in a video recently. If people tried Dream Matte Mousse now, and if Dream Matte Mousse had a really good choice of colours, with all our knowledge we have now of colour matching our own skin tones, prepping the skin with whatever, finishing the skin, I think people would like Dream Matte Mousse. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Because <gasps> everyone takes we the piss through... out of it. I know because we used to use it so wrong back in the day. Is this but around? give yeah, give Dream App Moose no. to a Gen Z child <clears throat> and see how they use it. Because we used to use it, we used to just whack it on our face after Clearacell. With fingers, and let it, yeah. right? Let uh-huh. it grip onto the like the dry patches around our acne. Well, that's what let I was going to ask. You know, wrong wrong shade, wrong color. Whereas people yeah. prep now. People use primers a little bit more. People do. And this is where primers are a little bit more important in this case. You know. Um, well, that's what I was going to ask because surely the whole point, well, not the whole point, but don't you like to prep your skin and make it dewy and hydrated and moisturized so that your makeup sits better on your skin or is that not a thing? Is that I'm oily, the, I'm primers? oily, so I like to keep my skin as matte as possible before, hey. but it is personal hey. preference as well, but matte skin... We had this phase recently. I have like loads of PR of um, powder foundations. Mm. And I didn't use them. Be- oh, I used some, but everyone released a powder foundation. And I was like, oh, okay. And some of them were fine. Some of them were okay. But I feel like the, the powder foundations now, people just released them really quickly. I was like, yeah, here's a powder because mm. everyone else is. Whereas if you think of something like Dream Map Moves, that's a product that took time to develop. Mm. You know, back in the day, they weren't releasing it because it was a trend to everyone was doing it because there was what like twenty brands, so yeah. <laughs> so they were like yeah. they weren't releasing everything. But I I I you know what? I actually challenged people to go out and find a Dream App mousse if that suits them. Use it alongside the skincare practices and makeup um, practices that you use today. Hashtag Dream Matt Moose Hashtag Challenge. Hashtag bring back Dream Matt Moose Dream Challenge. Matt Hashtag challenge Matt Moose. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and do it. You know, I, I tried it ages ago and quite liked it in a video. And then I saw Michaela Naguera try it on TikTok and she really liked it as well. And I feel like if you're prepping it right and if you're, you know, doing it correctly, I think you can make it work. Okay, I'm not finna argue with that. Um, <laughs> let's talk about thin brows and thin brows. And let's just give a warning, it is not worth plucking or shaving your eyebrows completely thin for a trend because this is something that will haunt you for 10 years after. 10, 20, 10, 20 15. years. 15. Just brush your brow. I, I like them. I also love a really bushy brow, but I think just brush your brows down, right? Brush I mean, them down, get good. a good brow wax or brow gel or something that's really going to hold, and just brush them thinly. We've got trim a, them. Even trim listen, them as well. Yeah, exactly. Even a millimeter of mm-hmm. difference in even like something like lining your lips or making your brows browns your eyebrows brows eyebrows. thinner makes a huge difference. Yeah. So don't go plucking. Use concealer to shape them up. They're going to look more. Um, what's the word? Rigid and and more slim because you have a yeah. highlight underneath. Do it on top as well. Blend it in. There's ways to make them look thinner. Get them oh, yeah, tinted lighter as well. Yeah, like that always lighter. helps. Just listen. Don't please don't pluck them. Because I do after... say probably most of the people yeah. listening to this have probably already gone through that stage and are probably yeah. warning their children. Or yeah, and or I think we should all we should all continue to pass on this message because do you remember after the whole thin brow thing? This is where HD brows came in because so mm-hmm. many people mm-hmm. needed to rediscover their brows mm-hmm. from having such thin brows throughout the nineties and two thousands. Exactly. Terrible, yeah. terrifying thin brows. Yeah. That HD brows is something where they would tint the fine hairs around your thin eyebrows. Yeah. Basically bring your eyebrows back to life. Yeah. Um, and that even that is a process within itself. It was so a it's long just process, yeah. Yeah. If you've got naturally thin brows, you're in trend, you're lucky. Um yeah. 
but just I just don't go. Just don't go doing it. Don't right, listen, I've got one more for you. Doing yeah. it. Let's talk about high contrast hair colour. And this yeah. is something that was popular back in the day where you'd have almost like Rogue from X-Men, two mm. bleached mm. bits at the front of your hair, mm-hmm. very just block colour, right? And then yeah, dark. Jerry Hallowell. Ginger spice. Mm -hmm. Ginger spice. I really like it. I think there's unfortunate, there's particular ways to do it because the one thing you don't want to do is what everyone had where it was like blonde hair, right? With like the occasional five centimeter um, brunette streak going through their hair. I swear Avril Lavigne had that something. But I really like the high contrast color. I love the contrast of the the bleachy colour, a lot of people go for this more not bleach blonde or orange or silver, but like this kind of like almost like caramel like light it's caramel, like caramac caramel. yeah, like caramac. caramac like caramac, yeah. yeah I really like it, I think it looks nice I do really like it, and I think there's a lot of hairstyles that are coming back. I love the curtains coming back. I love the mullets. Oh, curtains. I love the, I mullet, love yeah. the high contrast colours. I love people mm-hmm. are doing frosted tips again, like full yeah. on like 90s you know, advertisement tips. I, I really, yeah. really like it. I think it's really nice. Again, because it's being done in a way that is um, modern, modernised. Do you know what I think it is as well? As back then in the 90s, it had to be blocky. It had to be blocky. Whereas yeah. now, there's almost like this DIY kind of look to it where you could yeah. probably just do it yourself yeah. and you could get away with it being like a little bit messy and exactly. a little bit textured. Whereas back then, it's probably something that only went hand in hand with, like you say, frosted tips if you're a man or yeah, straight exactly. hair if you're a lady, right? So yeah, exactly. I feel like nowadays, it's got this kind of like DIY Again, more like indie kid, what we would have called an indie kid back then kind of aspect to it. Um, plus back then everyone was bleaching their hair orange, whereas nowadays people know how to bleach their hair. Yeah, that's but, the thing, I think. And there's so many more products as well for, for hair. You know what it is? It's the whole thing, the whole everything is the, the evolution of what we have um, access to. Like, there's so many products that were maybe just salon quality or only salons, which actually people have bought out into safe to use at home, you know? Whereas before, mm-hmm. it'd be like, only in salons, don't burn your eyes out. I think mm. people's own... It's almost like we've all slowly become professionals. Yeah, because everything's become more accessible and easier to do, mm, mm. Sh- more streamlined in ways. Streamlined, and people are buying more. So to release mm. products that didn't make sense or not that many people would use or know how to use back in the day wouldn't make sense. Whereas now mm. you can put out anything and people will buy it. Not anything, yeah. you know what I mean? But you can put out something that people would be looking for because people are looking for more stuff and, and they will buy it. No, exactly. No, exactly. well there we go there's some of the trends these were all from bustle.com so you can go read the full article over there about some trends that are coming out uh oh no bustle and um uh vogue um so we'll have those pictures on our instagram so you can also look at them as well listen robert thank you so much for joining me today So we're both, so it's both of us. Right, so we're both right, right. responsible, so. Right, okay, so. <laughs> Listen, right, if you so. want some more skincare stuff, go follow me, James underscore S underscore Welsh, over on Instagram. <laughs> and you can follow me, Robert WLSH, over on Instagram too. And you can follow me, Robert Welsh, MUA, on TikTok, and Robert Welsh on YouTube. YouTube. Aye. YouTube. <laughs> All right. All right. 
Bye. We'll say bye then. Okay, we'll say bye. Bye. Okay, we'll say bye. Bye. And again, thank you so much to Robert for joining me. Thank you, James, for joining me today. Bye. for me on my bye. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.